see so much cruel stuff on Facebook about people being junkies. We should just round them all off and send them off the edge of a cliff. Like, they're human beings. They're human beings who who made a stupid choice in the beginning and as a part of that choice now they don't have a choice. They just keep using, they don't see a way out. Three years ago, Shepperton's Leah Slee was trapped in ice addiction. It had robbed her of everything. Her sanity had been traded for psychosis. Her friends and family had disappeared, too pained to be near the hollow shell of a woman who was nothing like the Leah they used to know. Even her dignity had been stolen from her, as, homeless, she was forced to trade her body for a bed. Her two-year-old daughter, Indy, had been taken too, removed from her care as she struggled to even care for herself. Leah's entire world revolved around the next hit, each injection promising a brief, blissful release from the pain, but always followed by a headlong crash back into misery. Worst of all, there seemed to be no way out. But today, Leah is finally free from addiction. Living in Shepparton with her partner and two daughters, she's also studying a diploma of community services, hoping to help others escape the black hole of substance abuse. So I guess just to start off with, um, can you tell me a little bit about your childhood? I feel like when I look back, I was really blessed to have um, my mum and my dad. My dad was pretty sick. um, And when I was 11, he committed suicide. Rocked by trauma, Leah was soon diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, a mental illness characterised by unstable moods, behaviour, relationships and identity. And because of uh, the stuff that went on before that and um, the way he passed on, that meant like I wasn't very well. I got diagnosed with a mental illness pretty early, but I had a really good mum. Like I just had a mum who just fought and changed her whole way of thinking and did everything she possibly could to support me and my brother on her own and not just support us but teach us how to be you know she didn't understand mental illness she didn't even believe in it until I got really sick so she went and she learned about it that was just she didn't use anything as an excuse you know it was just I'll I'll change myself so I could make it work or I'll find a way and yeah so I was pretty blessed. While Leah dabbled in drugs as a teenager including ice she didn't really enjoy it dreading the inevitable crash that followed a high. But at 22, all that changed when she was lured into an abusive relationship. It was introduced to me during that relationship as sort of a way to control someone. Um, I left that relationship, but my at the same time I left that relationship, my mum died. Like, it happened within months and... I just kept using because for me it was a way to cope. I couldn't, and then before I knew it, I couldn't stop even when I wanted to. Like even when, you know, these ultimatums get thrown at you, like you're going to lose this, you're going to lose that, I couldn't stop. When she passed, it was just like I gave up and I knew that it was going to take the pain away and I desperately did not want to feel that pain. Like my reality sucked. While she was a mother to two-year-old Indy at the time, addiction soon consumed Leah's every waking thought. I always feel guilty because I had my daughter then and I should have focused on her and stuff, but I just didn't. I, one, and once the drug took hold, like I 
I wasn't a functioning human being. I didn't, I know it sounds like a cop-out, but I didn't have a choice. Do you know what I mean? If I had a choice, I would have stopped when I, my daughter was removed, but I just kept going. A year later, Indy was removed from Leah's care as her addiction spiralled. The toddler was placed with her father, who had just been released from jail. Like, I got my shit together and got Indy back. But, um, there was just another whole lot of crappy situations, basically, that just, there wasn't, you know, spurred me into using again. And then I lost her again, which is, which was good because I couldn't look after it. I couldn't look after myself. I tried to burn down where I was living, like around me. I set fire to every exit and everything and um, I wanted to die. I was completely crazy. I didn't shower. I didn't eat. I didn't look after myself. Like I just wasn't functioning. I was not a functional addict. Some people can use it and still be normal. Like I was just straight into psychosis. By 2018, Leah was homeless. While she never slept rough, she was soon sacrificing her own dignity to find somewhere to sleep. On the brink of suicide, Leah begged homelessness services to help her into rehab. I got into another rehab um, by basically sitting at uh, the Salvo care place and the lady there was so nice and she, instead of giving me money for somewhere to sleep, they got money for me to pay the entry fee into another rehab centre. Leah's first month-long stint in a Melbourne centre was disappointing as she felt she wasn't properly supported to make change. But while she was there, she heard about The Cottage, a rehab centre in Shepparton. There was a guy there who said, hey, I know of another rehab, it's in the hometown that I, um, where I come from, you can take my car and you can go there. And I called The Cottage and they said, yep, just come up if you can find a way, come in, you can stay here, that's fine. And that was awesome. That's like the beginning of a new chapter. Things just got better. I made connections in the community. I felt loved. I felt safe. I felt empowered. They never once said to me, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do your recovery like that. You know what I mean? Like they supported every goal I had. They said, yes, let's find a way to make it happen. If I had a, if I made a mistake, if I made a wrong choice, they were there to support me through it. It was amazing. I remember um, just crying because I felt so safe and like I hadn't felt like that since I had a home, like since my mum's house. I hadn't felt like that. I had not felt like, I can't even explain to you what that feeling's like. Working with the Department of Health and Human Services, Leah regained care of her daughter Indy at last. They are both now living in Shepparton with Leah's partner Joel and their one-year-old daughter Rika. The move has been healing for both Indy and Leah, who is now just a few minutes away from the cottage. If everything turned really bad for me tomorrow, I could go there. I could go there again. Like, I still have that support. I still call them some days and I'm like, having a really bad day today like you know can I come and sit with you guys and I know I'm not the only one that says today I just feel like using might be a good choice and I know it's not a good choice so I'm gonna go hang out at the cottage with everyone else who who's there to support me I think that knowing that I've got them those things happened and they've helped to shape me now and I'm out of the darkness and I would like to be able to be a light for other people
For crisis support and counselling, contact Direct Line, a confidential alcohol and drug counselling referral service in Victoria, on 1800 888 236, or call Lifeline, a 24 hour crisis support and suicide prevention service for all ages, on 13 11 14. In an emergency, call triple zero.